Kia ora, tēnā koutou katoa. Welcome to Airman's Podcast, episode 373. Today is Thursday, November 3rd, 2022. I have been a very busy boy. I've had so much on over the past couple of weeks that sometimes I don't even know which end is up. Well, to be fair, I, I don't usually know which end is up. But anyway, it uh, was mostly around the Labor Weekend, which was the weekend after I, I last recorded. And I went out on the Friday to pick up plants and, and some supplies and stuff. And they hadn't yet put out all the plants in the garden center I went to, the, the garden section of the home center. And I was I was disappointed in that. I got some tomato plants. I got a thing of five baby plants, and I, which was more than I wanted, but I thought, oh, that'll be fine. And I got some coriander, which Americans often call cilantro, and some parsley. And I again got the curly parsley, which Nigel liked instead of the flat leaf, which I like. And to be fair, if I'd seen the flat leaf, I, I might have come, <laughs> come to my senses and bought the right one. But nevertheless, it's fine. It'll be fine. And it's actually growing fairly well. Over the weekend, I mowed the lawns front and back. I used the line trimmer around all the edges and basically tidied up the whole section. I planted the veggie pod. I put the, the coriander in there. It's not doing too well. I think something's attacking it. And I haven't um, planted any marigolds in there, which usually drives the bad bugs away. But the parsley is doing really well. And <laughs> so isn't that nice? And the tomato plants I planted in pots. And they are also doing really well. They've grown quite a bit just in the past week or so that they've been been there. Well, week and a half, I suppose. In fact, they've probably more than doubled in size, in height. And uh, I had two pots that I used the last time I grew tomatoes, which was uh, two years ago, because um, lock, we were under lockdown last year when I would have planted things out. So I didn't plant anything last year. It was level three lockdown, but it means you have to do click and collect, and I don't do I, I want to select my own plants and that was the hold up and when I was working in the garage last year I found three pots that I used to grow tomatoes in many many years ago and among other things so I got them and I filled them up got them all ready to go well I only had four tomato cages which are these well it's a triangular shaped cage basically that you grow the tomato in the tomato plant in so that you've got something to to tie it to if necessary but generally you don't need to because it provides enough support and I had four because that's what Nigel and I bought at the last house and so I needed to get one more but I thought well this is good enough for now so I got them all ready and all ready to go and um, I planted some seeds in the veggie pot and also in some flower pots. And it's been a week and a half or so, and not one of them has has sprouted. So clearly the seeds were done. They were all old. They were all quite old. But I thought I had nothing to lose by trying. And I didn't lose anything, so maybe time. But I have some, some fresh seeds of most of that stuff. And uh, I'll probably go to the garden center. I doubt it'll be this weekend, but maybe next week and get some more herbs and things to put out in my veggie pod. So that, that was all of that. But then the, the next week, I was thinking of all the things I wanted to do, and I was getting things delivered and stuff. And I thought to myself, I am just going to go, this was on Wednesday evening of that week, I thought, I'm just going to go out to the supermarket. And um, I thought I'll go to the vet to the home center first, and I'll get another uh, tomato cage. And I also wanted to get these long staple-like things that are used to keep mead, uh, weed mat attached to the ground, because the side boundary in the, in the back part of my house is 30 meters long, and it's a bit of a slope. And the builder put weed mat 
down and then bark on top of it. And it slid down over the past couple of years and helped by Leo if we're fair. <laughs> and the, um, so I wanted to re-secure it. So I, I headed out and I don't normally go out on, on evening, not for errands anyway, partly because I, I, I don't feel my night vision is, good, is as good as it could be. So I don't like driving at night if I can help it. Although I've also driven more at night since I moved to Hamilton than I probably ever did in all my previous years in New Zealand, be that as it may. So I went to the home center and it was really creepy because it was already getting dark and there's hardly anybody in there, hardly anybody working there. And I went to the garden section and well, first they closed off one of the doors and you could only go in and out through the other set. And there's one person in there, but nobody working in there. There were no lights. So it was... In the, it was getting really gloomy in there too. But anyway, I went direct to the place where they have the stakes and the, uh, the cages and stuff like that. And they were sold out of the one I wanted. Yeah, I mean, there were none in that area. And I thought, well, it's got to match the others. So I'll, I have to deal with this later or something. And um, I looked around to see if I could find the, the staple thingies I needed. None. I couldn't find them. So I um, looked at some plants on my way just to see if they'd you know, sort of restocked or had ones that I wanted, they didn't. And as I was heading out, I saw out of the corner of my eye that they had a bunch of these tomato cages that were just sort of randomly in uh, like a bucket sort of thing at the end of one of the sections of plants, not near tomato plants. So I don't know what that had to do with anything, but I found it. So I bought it. And that was all I got that night there. And then I went on to the supermarket because they were open till 10. And I just did my normal shop and came home. And so the next day, I had four tomato cages. Two were assembled. I had two that of the old ones I had not yet assembled. I assembled them and then put the new one together. And it was at this point I realized that there was an issue. The tomato cages fit within the big pots I bought a couple of years ago for tomatoes. But the older ones that I used were had a narrower diameter than the tomato cage. So I had to put the cages into the, into the ground. Oh, it was just... It's like, improvise as I go. But the point is that they're all in their pots, they're all doing really well, and they all have their cages in position, so as they start to grow up and they need the support, I've got it. I'm covered. <laughs> uh, but it was a mission getting to that point. Meanwhile, I've been working on a bunch of other things around the house, too, I, this, just this week, I've started working on clearing that bank of weeds because over the past couple of years, weeds started to grow in the bark and I wasn't very good about removing them. I started at first, but it was such a big job and I just wasn't up to it physically for quite some time, but I decided I wanted to clear them. And so I started doing that a couple of days ago and I've cleared about five or six meters of that boundary, which... You know, it's just a start, but it's a rainy day today, and I think it's going to be rainy tomorrow, so I don't know when I'm going to get back to it, but, you know, I've got to start. And I bought three bags of bark to start topping it up, and um, I yesterday I did start stapling down, whatever you call it, <laughs> the, the weed mat that's there, and I'm going to put another layer on top of the top of the weed mat, because where it slid down, somebody who has claws at the end of all four feet has... Um, punctured little holes in it but also because it was exposed to the sun it's deteriorated a bit and I could replace it entirely but I think I would be better off just having a second layer because I really don't want weeds to come up anymore 
So that's what I've been doing with that. And then uh, also last week, I, I bought two citrus plants when I was at the home center. And I went out to dig a hole to plant them. And I found out that underneath that weed mat, it is the densest, thickest clay I've ever encountered in my life, except maybe in an art class, because I had one in high school. And it was like nothing I'd ever seen. And I contemplated, I thought, what can I do about this? Because I had been digging for about an hour, and I hadn't gotten deep enough yet to plant it. And I thought, well, I could hire a post hole digger and get some relative or other come around and help me dig it out and then fill it with dirt and all that. And I thought, yeah, but then it's going to be basically just in a giant clay pot. It's just so thick and would need so much work to turn it into soil that I just decided it wasn't worth it. And what I did instead is I ordered three, they're essentially raised garden things. And um, I actually did research to make sure that the size was adequate for a, a citrus. I got a, a lemon and a mandarin, and they are. And they arrived yesterday. There was a delay in shipping due to absences among workers, due to COVID probably. Uh, so I put one together just to check it, and it was fine. And I have to put together one more, although I got three, because you should always have things in odd numbers because it's more aesthetically pleasing. That's what uh, HGTV always tells me. So, so um, I have to do that, but I also have to get them in position, and that means I have to adjust somewhat what's there. And so that's going to be a project that, that I'll be talking about more in the future as I actually get somewhere with it. I feel like I'm not getting very far. But overall, I am making progress on that bank, which is one of the worst parts of my yard, certainly the worst part in the back of the house. My goal, now that I know that it, it's all horrible thick clay under there, what I'm going to do is I'm going to restore it to the way it was when I bought the house, just a bank with bark on it, and that's it. No plants, because I can't grow anything in there. Ultimately, I'm probably going to do some research and try to find a tree or something that thrives in, in heavy clay, because there's bound to be ones that's probably native, too. And I'll put that in there instead. But that's that's down the road. That's not going to be... I'm not in a hurry to do that because I can just imagine how hard it's going to be to dig that clay out to, to plant a tree or whatever. So that's what I've been up to. That Well, that's the highlights anyway. And, you know, I've also been going through things and dealing with stuff in the house. My next project is I have to work in the laundry area of the garage, which is just absolutely overrun because the ventilation system I had installed a couple of years ago, it's now been two years, and it's time for them to replace the filter. So they're going to come out and do that on Monday. So over the weekend anyway, if not before, I need to clear out the area underneath the, the access port, or whatever you call that, manhole, I don't know what that thing's called, uh, to the attic um, above the garage, because that's where the, the unit is and the, the filter and all that. So that's one one thing I've got to get done. And I haven't rung the dryer repair people yet, because my dryer broke. I think I talked about that um, for the same reason, because there's just no room to move in there. And um, so I'm going to be working on that over the next three days, I guess, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, to get that in order. And that is what I've been up to since the last episode. It's a lot more physical labor than I'm used to. And... I've actually been fine with it. I get tired, as as one does. I've closed all the rings in my watch a few times, as 
<laughs> is should be expected. And I've made real progress in getting this this property tidied up. And it's been something that's been weighing on my my mind for a long time, partly because it's embarrassing that it looked so awful. And I also felt guilty that I wasn't doing it and bad that I couldn't do it and all that sort of thing. And then there's also the doom and gloom thoughts of, well, geez, if I die, they're going to have to pay somebody to clean it all up to sell the house, <laughs> stuff like that. And it's good for me to have a, have physical activity. And I'd much rather do stuff like that than walk around this boring neighborhood because it is a fairly boring neighborhood. Nobody's here in the daytime. I should say nobody. I'm sure people are, but nobody that I've seen. And there's nothing interesting around here. There's there's nothing to see, um, nothing to look at, no pretty vistas or anything. It's too new. Eventually, there is going to be um, a little area, just I suppose in American terms, to be a block away, where there's going to be a little commercial area, which will include, among other things, some sort of souperette or whatever. And so I'll be able to walk there to get a, a bottle of milk or whatever. There might even be a cafe there where I could just walk down there, have a coffee or whatever to get out of the house for a little while then it's more interesting but right now it's just not and to go anywhere that would be interesting to walk i'd have to drive because there's nowhere nearby although the plus side of that is i could take leo with me but anyway i also have to get him groomed that's another thing that's on my list so the busyness that i've had since i last recorded has been much more than usual but i've got a lot more that's still to come and I have a lot more that I'm going to be doing around the house. I've got all sorts of little projects on the go as well. Things I um, haven't talked about yet anywhere, actually. And I, well, except a family. <laughs> I suppose that counts. And um, all of those sorts of things are going to be topics for future episodes. But I, on the other hand, it's true that I've got a lot to do. But on the other hand, I have done so much over the past couple of weeks. Stuff that has been on my agenda for maybe a year and I feel really good about that. I mean, it started with moving the veggie pod, really. And uh, but by the way, the grass seed I planted is apparently non-viable because it hasn't sprouted. <laughs> oh, it's a never-ending story of, of of things that aren't quite, quite quite what they seem. But I did one other thing this week. Um, about a year ago, actually it was in January of last year, my clothesline, my outdoor clothesline collapsed. Um, the builder attached it to the fence, attached it incorrectly, did a really lousy job, and it collapsed under the weight of clothes. And I thought, screw this, I cannot be bothered, and I just left it. And about a week or two later, I bought a new dryer. It had been critical at that point because the dryer I had at the time had failed. And uh, I bought a new dryer, which has since developed problems. And um, so I didn't worry about it. But then I thought about it. And also I was planning on getting this fancy schmancy clothesline, which I still would like to have someday, but it is it's just way too expensive. And I it's like um, $600 or something like that. And I just cannot justify that. It's, it's an extravagance when I already have one. So I decided I was going to reattach it to the fence. The only problem is that the manufacturer, it's a name brand called Hills, or Hills Hoist sometimes, changed the mechanism where it attaches to the fence or, or post or whatever. And it's, it's a kind that folds down when you're not using it. And then you, it's got a ratchet-like mechanism. You lift it up, and it locks into place. And the, the only way to do it was to take it apart completely. But I, because the mechanism has changed, the manuals aren't, don't seem to be online anymore. And so I had to figure out on my own how to take it apart 
so that I could remount it to the fence and then reattach it. But I did. I figured it all out. I need somebody to help me put the front of it together because that's how it started collapsing because it, it's t under tension and I need another set of hands. So that I'm not using it yet, but it is at least hanging from the fence again. And so I'm only maybe a week or two away before it, for um, getting it finally fixed and up and running, up literally. <laughs> and that's a good thing too, because that's one more thing that's off my list. And it had been lying on the ground, or partly on the ground, for ever since it fell. And I would move it to mow underneath it and stuff, but I got sick of doing that too. And so the weeds started to grow, and so I've got to tidy that up as well. But at least I feel I can now, because I, um, I've gotten... The clothesline up on the wall again or the fence rather so that's all of the stuff that i've been doing lots of projects lots of little busyness lots of progress as well as projects and i feel really good about that and that is it for today that's probably it for this week i imagine well in fact i'm sure it is i'll talk to you soon bye you can comment on this or any episode of the airman's podcast at airmanspodcast.com where you can also leave a voice message you can visit and comment on the Amarin's Facebook page, or you can email me with or without a voice message at amarin's at gmail.com. This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Network and is produced and distributed under Creative Commons license. Complete details at the website.